0: Steelers show blitz, they're back, he throws the pass, up. it's going to be picked off, James Harrison has it, he's running up the sideline, 25-30, 35-40, 30, still on his feet at the 45 and down, no, he's still on his feet, here comes Harrison jumping over people, to the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5, and that's a touchdown for Pittsburgh, an amazing play by James Harrison. James Harrison.
1: Welcome back. Hour number three of our local coverage here of the Super Bowl on WGR. So, Derek Kramer, Kyle Powell, we're here with you as Kyle's shaking his head looking at the television because the Chiefs and 49ers are the teams playing here. And yeah. I, yep, it's just welcome back to our uh, our nightmare from, you know, just it's it's the matchup nobody wanted when uh, when the four – teams in the AFC champ- I mean, AFC and NFC championship games were there. But, hey, you know what? Sometimes it's a hand we're dealt, and sometimes that's just how you gotta deal with it. But, the big game coverage here on WGR is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solostove.com. By Empire Electric, your residential neighborhood electrician, visit EmpireElectricians.com. And by Seneca Resorts and Casinos, nothing else comes close. I've gotta just make sure that I say this by going out on the right foot here again. I am far more annoyed about the Kansas City Chiefs and the success that they're having at the expense of the Buffalo Bills. And it's far more annoying to me than the New England Patriots having fun at the expense of, say, the Colts, the Broncos, the Steelers, and teams that aren't the Bills because the Bills were trash when the Patriots were running their dynastic ways.
2: Yeah, but those seasons were done. Yeah. Yeah. For a long time, by that, bills point. were dead by typically
1: by week fifteen at best
2: during those runs. So,
1: like at best, now I mean, just now, New England's feeling the uh, full sting of sports karma being flipped on them. It happens here at some point. You get <clears throat> got at some point. The Bills, we've dealt, we had to deal with seventeen years of it. So a little excessive, but we had to deal with it. But I'm not getting jealous of the success that the Patriots had at that point because the Bills are terrible during those stretches. But that's simply how simply how it is. Eight zero three 550 eight eight five fifty two five. Wait, wow, 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 wow. One eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Is that the number? Yeah. Why did I blank on the toll free line there? Oh five fifty. Why am I blanking on that? eight oh three oh five fifty one eight eight five fifty Okay. Anyway, I forgot the tell I forgot the toll free line that nobody ever has to call ever nowadays.
2: <laughs> do you ever call toll free anymore? Is that something you have to do? No. I don't believe so.
1: Yeah. I think it still works though. Still fascinating to me. Anyway it's time to get connected with our fans. It's brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. dot com. We go to Mike in Orchard Park. Mike, welcome to a special edition Sports Talk Sunday.
0: Hi guys, how you doing? Um, it's a game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Garbage is what it is. There you go. Okay. Anyways, you know what? I got into a real heated argument with yes, or from uh uh. Who was it? Uh, CBS yesterday about the Bills? Who really uh, was was against Josh Allen? And he's on pat. And they're they're all on Patrick Mahomes' train. Now I understand Patrick Mahomes has won two Super Bowls and two MVPs. But I've watched him since he's been a rookie, and in my opinion, Patrick Mahomes is a very lucky player. He he has some skill but he is not a Josh Allen. He's not close to Josh Allen when it comes to talent. You know, uh, he's just luck. If you look at the games that he's won in the majority of them, it's been luck. I mean it really hasn't been his skill. It's been luck. You know, even these all the playoff games, had we had we uh, not had that wide right kick I think we would have beat them. Uh, our defense was playing okay and holding them back, and I think we would have beat them if we would have got the fee- if we would have got that. Uh, I know if and whatever it is, but if we would have got that coin toss, we would have beat them. We're a better team than they are. They're lucky. They really are lucky. And I think today, Patrick Mahomes is going to get his but handed to him. I look at the scores 38 to 19 in favor, of, in favor of San Francisco. And I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to throw at least one interception. He's going to be sacked three times. Uh, and I think Joey Bosa is probably going to be the MVP.
1: Uh, Mike, thanks for the call. Uh, Nick Bosa is the Bosa brother you're looking for on that one. Joey plays for the Chargers. But uh, thanks for the call. i a
2: lot to unpack here.
1: Luck does have something to do with things. Um, it is a team game. And sometimes it is better to be lucky than good when you're evenly matched. Like sometimes it is great to have the fortune roll in your favor. However, I'm not believing for a second that the Bills were going to slow down that offense if Kansas City only needed a field goal. Kansas City only needed a field goal in 13 seconds with two timeouts. The last time that those two teams played in the playoffs. You're giving them a minute 30 with two timeouts. Needing a field goal to win, not just to tie it, to win. No way. Not with how the Bills play their coverage. And not with how the disappearing act of the uh, defensive line happened in that game. No way the Bills win that game if the kick is made. Tyler Bass did everyone a favor and helped us get rid of the hope that was left. I'm not, and listening.
2: then dirtbag fans had to harass him for missing a kick that would have only tied the game. Yes, I'm. Uh, I don't believe he looks at it that way. But true, I get where you're where you're coming from. Oh
1: yeah, no, I'm not. Not like Tyler Bass is <laughs> like, ah, I'm just gonna <laughs> end bad. everyone's misery. The defense is gassed. Like, <laughs> no, no one's ever thinking that. But I'm thinking that as the uh, controversial doofus with a microphone. Uh, but it's something that like it's just, it's how I, mean, I felt was you there want was no way. Base. Yeah, was like, gonna happen then. In- yeah, One like, way or another. there's no way I was at all optimistic about that. The when Chris, was when Chris Jones made that play to throw off Josh Allen's target to Khalil Shakir in the end zone, that was the football game. Because oh, do yeah. I have more faith in the Bills from preventing the Chiefs to score a touchdown? Yeah, because it's all or nothing at that point. It's a four-point lead. There's no kick to tie. You have to get in the end zone and the Bills – if it gets down to like twenty yards or less, there, the end zone becomes an extra defender, mm-hmm. and that always helps. But no, this was just to tie a football game, and you're telling me that the offense that needed thirteen seconds with two timeouts isn't going to get it done in a minute thirty to win it's it? Like hundred, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't need, I don't need that kind of conjecture. That's not luck. That's the Chiefs created their. The Chiefs created that path to victory because the Bills stalled out on one drive and then they took a gamble trying to go for
2: it. But then
1: Kansas City fumbled that football anyway.
2: But Which you. Is luck for the Bills. Yeah, that's luck. And that was for the Bills. Like, forget getting, a, it. getting a ball back on
1: the one yard line? Touchback. Touchback. Right. Yeah, you fumbled it at the one and you get a touchback for it. Like, that's huge. Mm hmm. Not only are you not trying to have to drive 98 yards to go down the field, you get a nice little start in addition to preventing points from
2: happening. I mean, there's misfortune from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but also,
1: <laughs> it's, not even, it's not all entirely luck. Like Jordan Porter makes a great play there. And the AFC Championship game, Zay Flowers diving for the end zone, Jerry Sneed, great play. Great play to knock that football out mm-hmm. within one yard. So good players make plays. That's simply at the end of the day how it goes. And the Chiefs have built a better team this time around, not just an offense.
2: Their defense really is the calling card this year. Yeah, the evolution that that whole organization went through this year is I mean, you got to applaud it. You, you got yeah, they it, were the defense un- was always unfortunately secondary. And now it's become one of their spotlight Calling cards, as you put it. And, you know, it's just another feather in the cap of a head coach and quarterback duo that's gotten to the big dance again in a different looking way.
1: A different looking way. And that's similar to the Patriots runs, but this is also, I don't think that there's a lot of talk being made of how good Kansas City's defense has been this year. They are a very talented group. All three levels, they have playmakers that. Can change games for you. And from Sneed in the secondary being one of the best corners in the league, only allowing one touchdown in the year, and that was a sickle throw by Josh Allen, to Drew Tranquil making plays at the linebacker position. Chris Jones, Chris Jones. dominates. Yep. And he made a play at the worst time of that football game against Buffalo. Literally. Like, Josh Allen had the strike. And. It, it falls your short, point,
2: though. Yeah. Good players make plays. Good players make plays. called upon to make good plays.
1: And the Chiefs have built a defense that makes plays. The game against Miami and London. Strip Tyreek Hill, run it back, touchdown. Game is not the same after that. It flips on their head. Yep. Sneed stripping the ball from Zay Flowers. Two plays after giving up a long bomb. Like, they, they make plays on defense, and they're stingy. So if Kansas City can do just enough on offense, that's the, re- that's the recipe. And San Fran is built quite similarly. They have a defense that's talented on all three levels. From both on the defensive line, Fred Warner, their linebacker, they have talent. A lot a of, lot of lot, A lot of weaponry on offense as well, it's something that Kansas City can't really boast. But Kansas City also has the better quarterback. And Mark Schofield did say something uh, interesting with us in the first hour, the Brock Purdy discourse that's going to happen this offseason. And I'm fascinated by that because, remember, the NFL is a copycat league. If the Chiefs lose, so Sanford wins this thing, and they win it on the the back of a rookie quarter – no, not a rookie – a seventh-round quarterback, how many teams do you start to think, oh, maybe we don't need to take a quarterback in the first round? Does it change draft dynamics if the Kansas City Chiefs are the team that wins this? Or not, the Kansas, if the San Francisco 49ers are the team that wins this?
2: It's not going to change overnight. It's, it's not going to change overnight, but it's there certainly... There certainly will be teams that look at it differently.
1: Yeah, teams will start to approach it differently, or maybe not as crazily, because you look at, say, how much Carolina gave up to get the first overall pick last year. And Chicago's not backing down from asking for a lot mm-hmm. this time. Teams might go, okay, this is too rich for our blood. We'll try to find someone in the uh, in the middle, middle to late rounds that we can try to... Uh, try to have work for us. But the thing that <clears throat> everyone conveniently forgets is they traded up to select Trey Lance at third overall. Mm-hmm. And he's gone within now he's a two cowboy. years. Yeah, now he's a cowboy.
2: I mean... It's fascinating to learn It's group tendencies. It's, it's the same type of argument that you bring up with the voting. I mean, it's a group thing. Yeah. You know, the general consensus is... We pick the guy who's under center, and he can make everybody around him better. You wanna, you wanna spend the first round capital on the guy that can facilitate the football. But yeah, I, like I said, it's not gonna happen overnight. It's good. It probably might make some organizations think that, hey, it doesn't have to be a seventh round Mister Irrelevant quarterback. But if I can find a second third round quarterback, maybe, and surround him with Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, McCaffrey, Coach uh, Shanahan, a good. Good offensive-minded head coach who's there for the long haul. Yeah, like you got to have a lot of perfect pieces in place. It's possible. I mean, look at it right now. You got one team with a conductor, with insert Marquez Valdez Scantling, and he's he's got his go-to. He's got Travis Kelsey, but the receiving core is duct tape and you name it. You got you got one team with a conductor under center, and you got another guy who's got everything under the sun. You got players coming out of the third row. They have so much depth with their weaponry in San Francisco, you know, it's a tale of two offenses.
1: Tale of two offenses that are structured so differently at this point right now, but both equally successful. And a down year offensively for the Chiefs. But the problem is is if they win again, A, you're getting that Patriots discourse. And B, it's just another painful reminder of the teams in the AFC. Well, you still got to get past that guy. He's still here. He's still hanging around, and he's just going to be entering the prime of his career. Yeah, that hurts. And um, we posted it on our uh, on our station handle, what's your favorite Super Bowl memory? I don't think people read favorite on that. Um, Johnny tweets in, I wouldn't call them favorite memories, more like recurring nightmares. Wide right, the Hogs, and how about them Cowboys. Deb tweeting in the New England interception at the goal line to beat Seattle. I speak for Bills fans included to say my least favorite is Norwood's kick. Sorry, I know you didn't ask. Yeah, y'all, it's favorite. Favorite Super Bowl memories. Like, not not the ones that stink. (laughs) How about the most entertaining ones? Like, no, like, no, favorite. It doesn't mean you got, y'all have mixed up favorite for awful. What are we doing? Don't do that. Thank you for the responses, but it's supposed to be favorite. right am i am i am i am i I wrong
2: with this no you're right
1: this is breaking so remember the booty cheek of the week um morgan riley yep in person hearing so he's getting at least five good 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 you kidding me nonsense so yeah, there it is. Morgan Riley of the Toronto Maple Leafs is going to get a uh, in-person hearing for cross-checking on Ottawa's Ridley Gregg. That one is going to be a hugey for the NHL. Good. There's, George Paros is going to suspend someone for more than five games. Mark your calendars. Whoa. Here we go. All right. That's That's fascinating. That's interesting. All right. We're going to take our break. We're going to let Evan hit us with some trivia, some Super Bowl trivia. But before we go to a break and do that, we'll kick it out to Paul in Eden. Paul, welcome to a Sports Talk Sunday. How are you? How are you guys? Um, well, we just read some disappointing Super Bowl memories from fans. What you, what you got for us?
3: So One of my favorites is uh, a couple years ago when Peyton Manning was uh, with Denver in the Super Bowl and they
0: went for two at the end of the game. There was a delay between the living room and my dining room, and my dad walked out, and we we're like, oh, they're going for two, going for two. And if they got the two, his numbers would have matched up. Oh. Well, he thought we were kidding, and he walked back in the living room, and sure
3: as you know what, he ended up winning the final for the Super Bowl that year.
1: Beautiful. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. Yeah, there's, there's some added drama with stuff that I'm not going to say on air, but... Uh... <laughs> But, you know, they, they happen at every party, at oh, yeah. every Super Bowl party. We all know it exists. I'm just not going to say the words. There's added drama. Char, board. Stop it. I'll say it for you. Stop it. Not that drama. But, but you know, anyway. <laughs> We're going to get to a break. Evan's going to hit us with some Super Bowl trivia. Uh, we'll see how badly I react to it because I'm not good at trivia. I'm bad at it. I'm not good at trivia. That's okay. And I'm gonna show you why coming up next year on WGR.
0: There's Kelly shotgunning a running play. Thurman Thomas breaks it at the 25, still on his feet at the 25.
1: Bills used to play in Super
3: Bowls. That made me more sad because they couldn't capitalize on the biggest stage. I just know that it's a really good play. Do you? Yes. You weren't alive.
0: I, am, I I was, alive. am I not allowed to have an opinion?
3: Am I not allowed to have an opinion? I don't. I don't know the measure of how big that play was. This is the first play of the fourth quarter. Give the Bills the lead. Of which one? The first one.
1: <laughs> it's Again, I, I don't have any reference to that play, though. I don't know how monumental it actually is in that moment. So, But anyway, this is Sports Talk Sunday, special edition here. Derek Kramer, Kyle Powell here hosting with you, Evan on the board, and going to hit us with some trivia in just a few moments here. This is a fantastic way to go ahead and say, I don't know how bad I'm going to be at trivia. But before that. That's fine. I try to make it pretty easy. Well, either way, easy or not. Big game coverage on WGR is presented by Empire Electric, your residential neighborhood electrician. Visit empireelectricians.com. Buy Solo Stove, feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com and by Seneca Resorts and Casinos, nothing else comes close. All right, hit me with it. It's time for me to uh, time for me to be bad at this.
3: Okay. This Super Bowl, we have another mat a rematch. Chiefs and 49ers obviously they played in Super Bowl 54 and obviously this one in 58 what there are besides this one there are seven other rematches now I'm not going to ask you to name which like what number but who were the teams that played in the Super Bowl more than once oh just like matches against each other yeah basically just rematches Bills Cowboys Okay. Yes. Bills. Cowboys. Twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. Actually, the only Super Bowl that appeared back to back in the same season. Two teams. Two same place. My turn. You. You guys can keep going. Uh, Patriots. Eagles. Patriots. Eagles. Nice. Yes. Thirty-nine and fifty-two. Um. I'm gonna go with the.
1: Hang on. No. Broncos, no, the Broncos probably didn't play any repeats. They lost a lot, but not that much. Um, oh my God, the first two. Packers and Chiefs.
3: No, right? No. Oh, the Packers were just back-to-backs. Packers were just back-to-backs. They ended up playing the Raiders in Super Bowl two. Dang AFC West. See, I'm bad at this, I told you. Yes, Kyle, you don't have to raise your hand. This isn't kindergarten class. <laughs> uh, Patriots and Giants right yes Patriots Giants 42 and 46 oh crap <laughs> you don't have to keep going back and forth you can just if you Kyle if you know more then yeah, if keep you know going. more
1: just keep going this is we're not keeping score but I'm I'm Yeah. now I'm out of I'm already out of ideas I, I don't do trivia well the mm-hmm. answers are going to come back to me naturally or they're going to be told to me and I'll be like oh right Rams
3: and Patriots. Rams and Patriots. Oh my 36 God. and 53.
1: That's right, because one had Kurt Warner, the other had Jared Goff. Jared Goff. And the Patriots had Tom
3: Brady and Tom Brady. <laughs> Is that four? Uh, yeah. Let's see. One, two, three. Yes, four. You are Steelers missing three to others. Hmm? Steelers, Steelers Cowboys? Have to have Steelers repeat. Cowboys. 10, 13, 30. That's a Five. long gap. All right, um, 49ers have to have someone on a repeat, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Other than, obviously, this one with the Yes.
0: Uh, is, it,
3: is it Denver? No. Yeah. They did play Denver in the Super Bowl. That was yep. the one where they scored 55 points. Yep. There was a, there, Denver played some ugly Super Bowls. The 49ers have a repeat, other than Kansas City.
1: And I can't for the life of me figure it out.
3: Just recently played in the Super Bowl. Uh, it's Cincinnati. Bingo. 16 and 23.
0: Hmm.
3: One more. This one is kind of tough. This is like back in the day. Whose day? Pittsburgh, Minnesota. No. <laughs> but you're in the right like kind of range. Seventies.
2: Raiders? Hmm?
3: The Raiders involved? No.
2: Dallas involved.
3: No, Dallas is not involved. Ah,
2: What the hell? This is why I'm bad at this. This is why I didn't want to do this. Do you want to tap out and get a new question? No. We're finishing this question, and then we're
3: tapping out a trivia. (laughs) All right. What does it rhyme with? Um... Uh, no, that's a stupid. division rival and a uh, team division the Bills rival? played in the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, Miami is involved in this. Then are they? Yes, Aldons? Miami's okay. involved with this.
1: Um, I'm going to go with Miami. No, not Dallas. Uh, Who? I said Vikings before. I don't know. You know what? Let's just start shooting from him. Miami, Dallas. No. Miami, Minnesota. No. Miami,
3: not San Fran. No. Um, the team that the Bills played in the Super Bowl. Oh, Miami, Washington. Bingo. Seven and seventeen. Okay, Washington. Well, we got there. All right, we got there. All right, all I'm right. D- I'm done with trivia. One more. <laughs> one more.
2: One <laughs> more.
1: Give there us your best one.
3: Um, let's see here. Then I will go with. Um, who has the best winning percentage in the Super Bowl minimum of three games played? There are two teams.
2: Minimum three games played.
3: Because there are some teams that have played like one or two Super Bowls that obviously it's just won It's going to be 100, yeah. Mm. Uh, um, brain's breaking. Miami? No. Miami went two and three? Oh right. Miami Marino got wiped in
1: his only appearance. Alright. Um
3: San San Fran sounds like an easy one here. It sounds like an easy one, but it's not correct. Hmm. Let's see. How about. I mean, the Steelers don't lose a lot of those games, but I'm going to say Green Bay, actually. Yes, Green Bay is one of them. Four and one. One There is another team that went four and one in the Super Bowl. The New York Giants. Bingo. Both the packers and the giants went four and one the giants only loss was super bowl 35 to the baltimore ravens and the packers only loss in the super bowl was super bowl 32 to the denver broncos um let's see do you uh um ooh, yeah no that's what's the other team that has not a four and one record you said there were three here i i did i say three i mean, yeah. i said two
1: Okay, I meant to say two.
3: Okay, because you'd said something about the best winning
1: percentages. A minimum, minimum of, of three games. Okay, yep. I was three Super said, Bowls appeared okay. in. You said three teams, so I was like, okay, wait, where's the other one? But uh, all right, all uh,
3: right. I think I think we're good here. I got there's a I got another one that's tricky, but it's not too difficult. You did good on that one. I did okay. Who was the last running back? To win Super Bowl MVP. Dominic Rhodes. No. I'm kidding. That was Peyton Manning who won that. (laughs) Dominic Rhodes should have won that MVP. He was
1: outstanding in that game. That's the one thing I remember about the... uh, That's one of two things I remember about the uh, Bears and Colts. Davin Hester running one back on the opening kickoff. And Dominic Rhodes being an absolute beast in that game. He was robbed of that MVP.
3: Okay. Okay, so running back. MVP? Yes. Who was the last running back to win Super Bowl MVP? I think I have it.
2: Okay.
3: I think I have it. Go. James White. No, actually. That's oh. a good guess. A lot of people thought he should have won that Super guess. Bowl. Sh- should have won MVP for that one, but Damn. it went to Brady. Ooh, well, it's not Brandon James White. Jacobs.
2: No.
1: Dang. Alright. That would have been a great answer.
2: Who the hell else has ever been a running back? <laughs> Think back
1: a
3: little bit, back a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So how far back am I thinking? Uh, nineteen
1: nineties. Nineteen nineties.
3: Yep. Nineties was the last time a uh, Super Bowl MVP was a running back. A
1: defensive back has won it more free- more often or frequently or recent. Th- than I a- think
3: a defense, like a linebacker, has won Super Bowl MVP more often Dexter than running Jackson,
1: back. Dexter Jackson, a free safety,
3: won a Super Bowl MVP more recently than a running back. Then yes, Emmitt Smith. There was one more recent than Emmett Smith. Are you kidding? More recent? I'm going to go mm. Terrell Davis. Bingo. Terrell Davis. Right. Last time Super Bowl MVP. Right. Denver. Who was the first wide receiver to win Super Bowl MVP? First? Jerry Rice. No. Lynn Swan. There we go. Lynn Swan. Um, Antonio Holmes. <laughs> when was. Anquan Su- Bolden. When was the Super Bowl trophy named the Vince Lombardi Trophy?
0: i don't know 1987 no
3: 1972 close what i'll take close 1970 was when right after vince lombardi's passing in like i think 69 or 70 they made him the name for the super bowl trophy you guys want to keep going uh, I'm gonna, I am gonna. say we wrap this up with some actual game analysis All right. for the next segment.
1: So we'll take our break, come back, wrap things up in a tiny bow, and uh, get some predictions here. Actually do some of the thinking about the game that is actually going to happen at 6.30 tonight. Coming up next here on WGR. Welcome back. Last segment here of our Super Bowl coverage on WGR for a special edition of Sports Talk Sunday. So, it's Chiefs and 49ers. Either we are going to get the insufferability of Kansas City winning yet another Super Bowl or one of the most successful franchises in the National Football League gets another one to add to their trophy case. So either a team that wins a lot or a team that wins a lot. It's a dreadful proposition
3: for many fans
1: around the NFL.
3: Are the Chiefs really a team that's considered wins a lot? Because a lot of people thought that the Chiefs were a team that just could never win until they got Mahomes. They're a team that wins a lot, though. They are a team that wins a lot. Compared to the 49ers, I I (laughs) guess I've seen more success with San Francisco than I have with Kansas City. I think it's recency bias. They still win a lot. But when I think about winning, I think about Super Bowl winning. Okay. They still have three total right now. They could add to it and be four.
1: That's wins a lot. Three total. Oh, geez. I forgot about the one in 1969. Yeah, I know.
2: Did I know that off the top of my head? No, I looked it up first. You don't associate your men on the moon with Chiefs Super Bowls? No, not really. Like us normal people do?
1: Nope. Okay. Man on the moon is just how my brain operates. That's how I associate that. But anyway, Chiefs and 49ers, you've got a talented defense and another talented defense. A quarterback that has done nothing but have accolades, winning, and good fortune versus a seventh-rounder shot in the dark who in two years has become a steady starter. And the discourse is going to be unbelievable about Brock Purdy. Our guest, Mark Schofield, in the first hour, he had said something about this, and I absolutely agree. Especially if San Francisco were to win, the conversation of, okay, maybe I can get a cheaper quarterback or a quarterback that um, isn't a first-round pick. I don't have to sell the barn to go after it. With the timing being, of course, one of the more hyped up prospect classes since twenty eighteen. However, if Kansas City wins, it probably puts more emphasis on the you gotta find the guy and get the right combination of coach and quarterback there for you.
2: Yeah.
1: San Fran, it looks like it's just a different way to go find the combination of coach and quarterback of find a guy who could fit within the system of a brilliant head coach that can help scheme things for you to no end. Seeing as how Miami's success with Tua this year, uh, or the last couple of years with Mike McDaniel, and obviously Kyle Shanahan having the success he's having with Brock Purdy, you do need at least the right quarterback to get you there. Um, It's just a question of how do you find that quarterback, how... Dire is it to get him as quickly as possible if the 49ers found, oh, it, there's, we found this guy in the seventh round. Problem is that's an anomaly. Copycat leagues forget about anomalies. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's an anomaly. He's our anomaly. He's our anomaly. Yep. The Jets tried to repeat it, and it didn't work. Hey, let's find the raw quarterback and uh, and make him our, uh, our first-round selection. Zach Wilson was dreadful because the problem that they didn't look into was you got to find a way to refine set raw quarterback and the Jets never did. Zach Wilson was out there trying to out race defenders in his second year, like thinking that he can get away from them still. So it's either you look at teams starting a copycat thing with an anomaly or you look at the chiefs and go, okay, great. We're going to hear more about this chiefs dynasty nonsense. As for the game itself, I mean, both of these defenses are very solid. Both of these defenses are good at what they do and making other teams miserable. I do think Kansas City has the edge when it comes to um, how their defense performs. I do think that they are consistently the better unit. When it comes to total yards allowed per game, they are very steady. By the way, San Fran this year very quietly almost averaged 400 yards a game. Holy smokes. 398.4. Second only to Miami. Just because we can throw a buffalo into the conversation, um, the Bills were at 374. That was good for fourth. But the Chiefs were the second-best defense in terms of yards per game. They were second in points per game. Kansas City... Uh, defense was fantastic. San Fran, by the way, third in points against per game at
2: 17.5. Kansas City at 17.3. So you're saying both teams, for some reason, are going to just have offensive numbers tonight, just because? Oh, it, absolutely. It would if make I try, try least to say anything, sense. If
1: I say anything logical about this game today, of um, oh, this is going to be low scoring as my prediction that it's going to end up like 38-35. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that goes out the window. Kansas City's big thing though is and I hate to say it like this ever since Kadarius Tony was taken out of the lineup their offense has been more consistent and yeah it's it's kind of tacky to mock one player in particular for their um for their problematic contributions but it makes sense they they started winning more regularly once Tony was out of the lineup He played in 13 games. He had 169 receiving yards, but it wasn't the lack of production only that was doing him in. It was the crucial drops. It was lining, lining up, lining up off sides. It was there was just there were just bad plays that were costing his team games, um, allowing the Patriots to stay close. Tony drops a pass, and New England stays close in it in the first half. Dropping a pass against the Lions, returned for a pick six in the first game of the season, like. The wide receivers had actively sabotaged Kansas City for a good part of the year. Now Rasheed Rice has shown up, mm-hmm. uh, become a legitimate target here for Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey has woken up. Because, of course, we can't have nice things. Marcus Valdez-Scantling suddenly starts catching these deep balls against Buffalo and Baltimore. Like, give me a break. Thank you so much. Yeah, g- <laughs> come on. Really? It just It's one thing for it to just happen to us uh here in Buffalo. It's another that you see it the next week to seal the game. They go deep and MVS falling backwards. Catches this ball. Game's over. On ice. Yep. Because it looked like Baltimore was going to have their last gasp attempt. Two until, minute warning. Until that. Uh, thanks. Thank you so much for that. But meanwhile, San Francisco, they have so many playmakers Christian McCaffrey, obviously, name among them, Depot Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. You could not have put a more complimentary group together in San Francisco for Brock Purdy. And some are saying, yeah, like he's a system quarterback sort of thing. You still need to have some form of talent in order to
2: actually utilize all of that. I mean, say what Otherwise, you... Josh Johnson would have beat the Eagles last year. <laughs> say what you will about Trey Lance and how he was going to fit in San Francisco. I mean, they felt well enough about what Brock Purdy has done in the last year and a half operating with this offense that they were ready to cut bait. Yeah, and that's and It that's wasn't huge. a perfect marriage, but that's that's a top five pick that they were fine well enough to just have him go sit behind Dak Prescott instead of that security blanket behind what they deem as – well. I mean, he was. He was Mr. Irrelevant. But yeah. he's done a well enough job where they didn't think it was necessary to have a guy like Lance around anymore. They and, didn't have the time to wait for him.
1: Yeah, and that's – it's so – different from what other teams try to do holding on to these first-round picks for so long. So, all right. Prediction time, Kyle.
2: I, you know, you're saying all those things about good defenses, and I'm just going to go with the offenses are going to live up. And I'll go with 31-28 Kansas City. (laughs) I'm going to say, actually,
1: I'm going to stick true to the defenses. I'm actually going to believe in it. Good, Just so that there's a bunch of touchdowns and points. Uh, I'm going to say... 20 to 17, Kansas City. We're both begrudgingly picking the Chiefs. Have fun, everyone. Life sucks and then you die. Have a good night.